0: Appreciate everybody over at Pivot Socks. That's getpivot.com, Get t.com uh, Appreciate them, uh, you know, finding confidence in our show uh, to sort of sponsor it. So um, go to the website, buy a pair of socks, use the promo code SNEAKTHISPODCAST. Each pair of socks you do does contribute to an episode of this podcast. So any pair of socks or anything you want to do to support the show, we definitely, definitely appreciate it yo sneak this podcast episode 291 greg in the building obviously i'm in the closet today and i do apologize for this episode being uh two days late i really did not plan on doing a podcast this week the studio is actually uh doing like open houses and stuff like that to i guess you know uh, get more business to come to the studio and whatnot And uh, so they canceled pretty much all the recording times for the rest of the week, which is fine. You know, I had a lot going on this week. And, you know, one of the things I definitely didn't want to feel like recording this week is because it's just been out of control this week for me and my family. I mean, obviously, you know, I talked about it last podcast. The Durango is still at Dodge, so supposedly getting it back this week. But that's been a runaround. Our dryer broke, so we've been actually making trips. Well, I've been making trips to the laundromat for the past two weeks, and, you know, for those who are currently doing it and those who have done it before, you know that's no joke. So we've been making trips to the laundromat. We technically have three cars at our home with my oldest car, but guess what? His car's broke, too, so we are currently a one-vehicle family, and I know that sounds like, you know, third-world problems, you know, first-world issues, but You know, I have kids that do ballet, tap dance, soccer, you know, and my son today, this week, you know, he has soccer Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, two things Saturday and Sunday. So um, obviously Mother's Day is coming up as well. So and work has been absolutely nuts. So and those who know who listen to this podcast know I work about 45 minutes from my home to work. So being a one vehicle home and having to be at work by like 4 35 a.m in the morning you know I've been carpooling with another co-worker I, I definitely appreciate that from her and you know doing Ubers and stuff like that so I said to myself actually you know what I wasn't going to record this week at all and I actually got a few messages today you know I mean well got a bunch of messages you know hey no episode did the episode not load episode coming yada 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 which is fine but you know one person had sent a message saying like dang man I had a rough week I was really looking forward to the episode this week and you know what I had a really rough week week too so you know I kind of understand that there are certain things that you look forward to that kind of gives you a little bit of peace of mind and you know if our podcast George and I's podcast, um. Provides that for anybody, you know, whether you're in a long drive, you know, just that public transportation commute, um, just your everyday sitting inside the office or whatever you may be doing, you know, um, if we provide some type of solace or, you know, break in the week that makes it go by a little bit easier and discuss sneakers and things like that that you're interested in, I, 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 I'm glad to make sure that we could oblige, um, I do really, really appreciate the love and support that you guys show our show, um, you know, like I said, we're just a few thousand, you know, a few thousands away from uh, you know, um over a million downloads. So um, you know, that's across all podcast platforms, you know, Apple, Spotify, you know, I don't know, Podbean, whatever all the other platforms are. Obviously our, you know, bread and butter has been, you know, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but man, I definitely appreciate it, you know, and you know, I can't express enough the gratitude for that you guys show us. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, just like I have my favorite podcast that I listen to when they don't record that week. And, you know, I look forward to hearing it and then it's not loaded. That sucks sometimes. So, you know, I I it's flattering that you guys feel the same way about us. So, like I said, obviously, George isn't here, um, obviously, due to what I just previously just mentioned, why? Um, we'll be back in the studio next week, so it'll just be a typical episode like next week. Possibly a guest, whatnot. We are nine episodes away from 300, so, you know, definitely excited about that. Um, and shout out to the homie Tim um, and one of his partners. I freaking forgot to look it up and make sure I give a shout out. Actually, let me go ahead and do that now because he actually came in town and, you know, we have discussed coming on the podcast, it's My Kicks. The passion, you know, go follow the page, go follow his IG page. Um, actually came in town and had, you know, we had planned on doing an episode. And obviously with the studio, me being vehicles down, my son having soccer club tryouts and all kind of stuff this week, you know, it just didn't work out that way. But, you know, I appreciate Rico, Andy, you know, the homie Mac and everybody, you know, going out to have drinks with them, you know, showing them love like that. I think it's dope that anybody who has come on this podcast or um can make, you know, additional connections with people um through sneakers and and be able to hang out and do stuff like that, you know. Um obviously it's a little harder for me to get out, you know, on the town, if you will. Um, you know, with the kids and stuff like that. And you know, I don't want to say my homebody, but you know, I enjoy being a dad and stuff like that and you know, I'm away at work a lot, so you know, to me personally, I always just worry about this incredible feeling of like Selfish, you know, being, you know, out at the bars or with the homies or something like that when my kids are at home and whatnot. You know, I always want to make sure I can spend as much time with them and my wife as possible. You know, and shout out to my wife today, too. She had a very, very big victory work wise today, you know, dealing with a real estate case, you know, a lawsuit type thing. And, you know, I I speak highly of my wife on this podcast all the time. You know, my wife has, you know, sold some people who listen to this podcast, sold them houses. And, you know, shout out to the homie Curtis. He's referred a friend. He referred a friend all the way from Virginia, you know, for my wife to buy a house, you know, so, um, you know, I appreciate things like that, you know, but, you know, she had a real big victory today, you know, I love her to death, you know, we've been ridiculously busy, you know, like I said, throughout the week, but, you know, I, I want to make sure we try to find some type of time for each other, you know, um, a little hard with kids and stuff, but we'll make it work, um, Kind of a lot to talk about today, I guess. Um, a lot of things, you know, from last week, a few things from this week. Um, you know, some of you might get a little bit mad today. I even uploaded a, a little audio, a little sound on the soundboard. I never used a soundboard. You know, I feel like the soundboard is like, you know, low-budget sports radio showish slash, I don't know. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. You guys have shown a large range of emotions this week. And it's been crazy. Um, Well, right now I'm sitting here. You know, George is texting me right now. A sneaker that's in my size. Nah, I don't want that. I mean, I want these, but yeah, I want the protection pack. I don't want just the regular 220 or 202R or whatnot. <laughs> Anyways. Hopefully this recording comes out very well, obviously audio will probably be up tonight, Um, it'll be up for you guys in the morning, and video will probably be up sometime afterwards, you know, like I said, I got a lot going on, but I would do my best to try to get that out to you guys as soon as possible, so uh, pickups like always, I don't have any pickups today, but when I do uh, episodes from the closet, I always make sure that I want to show something, obviously Kobe Bryant, you know, Kobe 6's and, you know, Mambasita's and things like that have been a very, very, very big topic, um, this week, so um, I'll show some Nike Kobe's that I have. I have three pairs. Oh, shoot! I have a fourth pair. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm not gonna get it out. It's way at the bottom. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get that out. It's way at the bottom of the pile. I don't have a lot of Nike Kobe's. I have a Kobe one somewhere, but it's pretty beat. Um, but I have a 11 and an 8. And is this another eleven? Twelve maybe? Uh I don't know. It's a Nike ID. Um and I may have showed these before the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just here to do a podcast for you guys and make sure you guys are entertained throughout the rest of the week. You will be listening to the smooth sounds of Greg uh, for the next hour and a half, possibly two hours, depending on how far I go. I will have to give you guys a warning. Actually, you know what? Let me go and save that. Uh, so pickups this week. I didn't have any pickups at all, sneaker-wise. Um, I did get access to the Kobe 6s, but I didn't wake up. I don't know. I just... By the time I woke up, I think I was probably like 40 minutes late, clicked it nothing there. No big deal. I was gonna try for the homie Will Clark. Shout out to him. And that's not his real name, but that's his social media name. Will Clark fan. Shout out to him. So I was gonna try for him. Um releases. Let's go through releases. I will let you guys know I do have a notepad today. So if you see me looking down, it does not mean that I'm ignoring you or anything like that for those who are of our visual listeners. Uh releasing this week, uh it says Nike Dunk Court Purples. I know those already released. I have a pair. Um I don't know if it's just another drop release or is it just a women's exclusive, I'm not sure. I will tell you in hand Nike Core Purple Dunks Fire, okay? Um Nike Dunk Safari Mix. Um I think George has a pair of those on the way. I think possibly. Um I'm not sure. Um they look cool. You know I ain't mad at them. Um I think the Safari Mix does more and I think it's a women exclusive possibly um, I think a man maybe be able to Get away with it but it looks like a woman sneaker um, The Nike Air Max One tree line now I thought this was supposed to be the 420 drop um, It has a skunk feel to it I, I like the colorways but I don't like the Mesh on the toe box and around the shoe I'm gonna Try for them if I get them I maybe keep them But I don't know they're they're okay I don't know if they're worth you know the effort putting In and getting them I know a lot of people do like them um, they're called tree line, so maybe it's a Earth Day thing. I think Earth Day already passed, but I don't know. Uh Jordan Nine Chili Reds. Uh, you know, I think we've talked about it on this podcast <laughs> numerous times. Jordan 9's just and I apologize for the sniffing. Like at night, you know, it's like eleven o'clock right now. So it's late at night right now. I have to be at work at five AM. Um, but when I go to bed, my nose and stuff gets all stuffy and running. I take allergy medicine for it, but I don't know why. It's just a night thing. I do a lot of sneezing and stuff too, so please be aware. Um then Jordan 9 chili reds. Look, we've me and George have talked about it numerous times on this podcast. Jordan 9s just aren't our thing. Um, I think I have one pair of Jordan 9s. I had two of the exact same pair of Jordan 9s. It was I had two pair of Jordan 9 anthracites. Um I donated one to DSW's sneaker drive thing or whatnot and i still have one left that's the only nine that i have and all red nine they already did it with a previous pack i can't remember what that red that red one was called but it came out with um an all silver one a blue and yellow one it was a a special pack and whatnot these don't suck but you know honestly all red on a sneaker is just kind of played out and i think this one's a little bit brighter than usual um jordan nines are legit boots and I think that was more proven that their boots is when Nike actually released Jordan nine boots and the Jordan nine boot was fire. Like every single colorway they've ever dropped in a Jordan nine boot is particularly the olive one fire. Okay. So the fact that like you can turn a basketball sneaker into an actual boot and it looks fire is proven that the sneaker looks like a boot. So, um, and the boot looks better than a sneaker. That's facts. Um, but yeah, you know, To each its own each its own, is that the saying? If you like that. Uh Jordan 5 Comforts multi. I don't know. I don't know anybody who owns a Jordan 1. Sorry, Jordan 1 Comfort. I don't know if they're actually comfortable. Um, I wear vans a lot, you know, on a daily basis. It doesn't matter how many sneakers I buy, Air Max 1s, Adidas, Ultra Boost, anything like that. Vans are just my go-to all the time. I also wear a lot of shell toes and stuff like that. Um, I'm just at that stage in my sneaker repertoire that I'm just more casual with it. Um, so Jordan 1s have never been like ridiculously uncomfortable to me. Um, I can walk all day in a pair of old school vans and it won't faze me. (laughs) Even if it does hurt, it is what it is. If them joints make my fit look fire, it is what it is. Um... Nike Zoom Flight 95 the Supreme Joints the Jason Kids look Supreme definitely takes a lot of risk um This particular model of Nike basketball is considered a undeniable classic okay the Jason Kid The Zoom Flight 95 is a Nike basketball classic, legendary basketball sneaker. But only in the black, only in the blue, and maybe the red. There were a few other colorways that came out a Suns colorway, a University of California colorway, or Cal, Cal, yeah, Cal University um, colorway. There was a New Jersey's, a New Jersey Nets colorway, which was red. And I think there was one more colorway. All of the co- oh, a Mavericks colorway. It was like a black with a cloakish-looking color and in blue. And all of them represented Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd played for the Suns. He played for the Mavericks. He played for the Nets. And he went to college at Cal. Um, they were cool. All of them sat. You know, when they first released, um, I haven't looked up any pair or seen any pairs of those lately, um, anywhere. Even like looking on eBay or anywhere. But nothing outbeats the black and the blue pair. Now, Supreme, you know, obviously Supreme being, you know, more um, fashion forward with a lot of the stuff they do and a lot of the things and collaborations they do or the more try to be on the fashionable side, um, even with a lot of their Nike releases and stuff like that. These ones, they added Paisley to it with monochrome colors. So there's one that's all baby blue, one that's all light brown, sand color and one that's black i told somebody that i don't think they're whack i'd run around in them but nah nah You, you can't go wrong with the classics you know um i actually think the black pair releases this week as well i know they've dropped at a few places and i've seen them on shelves at a few stores but i think they maybe officially drop on nike maybe this week um the og black colorway um don't quote me on that but i don't know we'll see um also a doot I always turn my uh cell phone light on like an old person. <gasps> um Adidas Ultra Boost 1.0 Shamu Schmoo Mark Gonzalez Collaboration. The shoe is fire. It looks like a bathing ape print type thing, but it looks like ghosts all over it. I think, now thinking about what the shoe looks like with the ghost all over it, I think they did a Stan Smith earlier this year, um, an all black one, and maybe a white one. I can't remember. Either way, now, yes, I understand. I appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast, and somebody's going to say, fam, you don't know who Mark Gonzalez is? No, I don't. I know some Mark Gonzalez in real life, but they have nothing to do with Adidas. So, no, I don't know them. Um and i don't know him um adidas wings 4.0 jeremy scott's now let me tell you about these i have a pair of the all black asap rocky jeremy scott wings i won those one time the wings are gigantic if you guys remember that og model the wings are gigantic and they go off in the back well this one the wings are reversed and the wings kind of go to the front i will admit I do kind of like these better with the wings going to the front. It makes the shoe, which is already a bulkier sneaker, it makes it a little bit thinner and a little bit wearable, more wearable than the wings hanging out the back of your pants. Um, One of the major issues with the winged ones is that, like, I remember when I first copped them because I just loved the canvassy and it's like a black American, like a all-black, like an American flag made into the wings of the ASAP Rocky version. Um... I just thought that was fire. It didn't look right with pants because the wings were hanging out the back and it didn't look like look right with shorts because the shoe was so gigantic. So I never really got much wear out of it. I think I wore it one time and that was about it. It's somewhere in here. But um it's a cool looking shoe. This one right here, I'd wear it. I'm not gonna cop it. I think it's probably like 180. You know, if you know I catch somebody sleep and I join us 4723, I'd cop. You know, $47.24. Actually, you know what? If it's $47.23, copped. If it's $47.24, I need to sleep on it. Adidas Harden, Volume 6. I don't even I don't even know why I put that on the list. It, you know what? Let's talk about that for a second. And it sort of leaks in the NBA playoffs, which I'm probably not going to get to tonight because I do want to go to bed because, like I said, it's about 11.15, 11, 11.20 11, here um, in the state of Arizona. I, I, with some of the athletes I see right now in the decline that they're going with regards to athletes having a signature sneaker, I almost see the reservation in why athletes aren't getting signature sneakers um, as much as they probably did it back in the day. Um It's really hard right now to get people to buy basketball sneakers anyways, unless you're actually playing basketball. Um, you know, like I said, when we're at the, you know, sports complex for my son to play soccer, there's always a bunch of basketball tournaments and stuff like that. So those are the only opportunities I actually really see people wearing basketball sneakers, you know, playing in Westbrook's or LeBron's or Kyrie's or, you know, Curry's and stuff like that. The most popular by far I see – when I watch the kids play basketball or, or, or Kyrie's. It's by, not even close. I would probably say second would be some Under Armour Curry's and stuff like that. Third. Um, third. Maybe LeBron's. Maybe. Um, I see a few Giannis's out there. Not the new model, but the first two models of Giannis. Um, I see quite often... Uh, but other than that, you know, it's majority Kyrie's out there. Um, you know, I always see people putting posts up like, "Yo, who deserves a signature sneaker next?" You know, Devin Booker, or you know, I know John Morant does have one coming out, um, but it's a risk, though. Especially you know, their their game declines, um, injury happens, you know, things like that. We're talking about, you know, Zion has a sneaker. Zion came out with a signature sneaker like his first year or something like it happened quit the second one is getting ready to come out and he's been hurt majority of his career so you know and it doesn't have a bad looking sneaker the issue is is that if you want a sneaker to succeed and at least succeed in the realm of kids and youth and people playing basketball you got to play basketball (laughs) it's as simple as that you have to be on the basketball court for kids to be like i want those as simple as that. So a Yui, uh, uh, a Harden Adidas. Whew. First of all, the sneakers aren't that attractive. But the fact that Harden's game is so weird right now. It's going to be a rough one for however many signature models he has. Look at Derrick Rose, for instance. Derek Rose has, I think, he just dropped an Adidas signature model last year. I don't know if that's his last one or if he still has more uh, due to whatever his contract is based off of. And and God bless Derek Rose. Derek Rose has had a lot of injuries and is currently still playing and battling through them. He was injured all this year, but Derek Rose is not the Derek Rose that everyone fell in love with and puts you even remotely interested in his signature sneaker. No one's looking for a Derek Rose signature sneaker right now. They're just not. It's just factual thing. It's not even hating. Um, New Balance 650R AOD. It's just a 550 and a high or mid-model, whatever it is. It's cool, you know. I'm going to talk about New Balance and ASICs and stuff a little bit later because, hey, man, I got a lot to talk about today. And I do have a weird headache, so I'm going to try not to yell or talk extremely loud because my face hurts, you know, but... Um New Balance nine nine one fortieth anniversary. I mean these are fire. I mean it's it's a gray new balance, it's casual. Um if you're in the new balance, you know, respect new balance and stuff like that. You gotta have gray new balances in your you know your sneaker collection. You just do. Um but like I said, I want to talk about new balance just a little bit. Oh my goodness, apologies for the yawn. Like I told you, it's past eleven o'clock here in Arizona. Um Reebok answer fours. Moving on, um, you know Reebok answers. Reebok doesn't care. Why should I? Uh, I know a lot of people. I remember when Iverson's like questions and stuff like that were dropping. There were surprisingly a lot of people like, "Yo, we need, we need answer fours. I had no idea answer fours were that popular amongst amongst people. I had no idea. I had them when they first came out. It was tradition. Well, this is back younger. I bought every single Iverson. It didn't matter if I thought it was whack or not. I bought every single Iverson. Iverson was my favorite basketball player, you know, for a really long time. So it was like, it was two traditions that I had sneaker-wise. I mean, I bought everything. But Iversons, I bought every single model. And then for my birthday, I always got Vicks. Um, even when me and my wife started dating, she would buy me a Vicks sneaker for my birthday. It's just the way it was. So I had all the Vicks, you know, at the time. Oh, my goodness. I apologize for the sniffing. All right, so kind of got through pickups and releases and stuff like that. I appreciate everybody who likes, subscribes, shares this podcast. Um, I'm going to talk about a few things today, okay? <laughs> I am going to do a top five list today, but this top five list is going to be a little different. This top five list is going to be, and I wrote this down, I am going to be doing top five sneaker detective responses and comments that were at me and I seen on social media. Some of y'all were wilding today. Let me explain. I mean, not today, throughout the week on some of the posts that we put up, just looking through sneaker Twitter, looking through sneaker IG, People still talking about backdooring. People give it explanations of why backdooring is bad. Look, man, I'm going to get to it. But, you know, like I said, I did add some audio to the soundboard. Just one. Just something light. um, Because a lot of you guys are either experiencing some emotional damage or have now you know acquired some emotional damage so i
1: added a little emotional damage
0: added that to it so you may hear that throughout the podcast a few times i don't want to get annoying with it you know but you may hear it a few times when discussing certain topics today
1: emotional damage emotional damage
0: I need a lot of you to stay away from these sneaker MAGA internet people. Okay. They're real. All right. These sneaker MAGA people are the people that walk around talking about make sneaker culture great again. Make sneakers great again. What does that even mean? (laughs) These individuals are also sneaker detectives. These sneaker MAGA individuals will have you sitting around following and believing the nonsense they're saying based off this past ideology of how sneakers used to be. People that are legit on the internet sitting around complaining about reselling. Complaining about backdooring. Complaining about what isn't happening in the culture. Complaining about what's happening in the culture. Instead of just appreciating the culture. A lot of the stuff that I'm going to go through. Through the rest of this podcast. Is not to shame you. It's to help you. I am trying to get the message to people that are currently in sneaker culture. That by putting so much emotion and time. That you guys are putting into complaining about where sneakers are right now, you're gonna actually miss out on it, and you're actually the root to ruining sneaker, like actually the detriment to sneaker culture. Like, I I'm being one hundred percent serious serious about this, one hundred percent serious about this. Like, the emotions that have been put in the sneakers, especially lately, is so embarrassing. Like it's legit embarrassing. Like I am legit embarrassed for some of you. That's why I'm doing, let me get back to it, top ten, excuse me, top five sneaker detective responses and comments at me and I seen on social media. Let me give you guys an explanation about George and I stand on backdooring, um, Me and George have done almost 300 episodes of this podcast. 300, okay? We have created legit discussions and topics that were never brought up, never mentioned, never discussed thoroughly, never thought out clearly. No one had ever done like me and George has, and currently still doing. We've talked about backdooring literally hundreds of episodes ago. George and I's stance on it may not be agreeable to most of you because you're being blinded by the fact of the process of getting sneakers versus just being appreciative of the culture and where it stands right now. A lot of people really don't understand, and I'm talking about those of us that were born in like the 1900s, you know, um, we really shouldn't be here still right now but the culture was built and div- and like you know was built in the foundation was during our era of hip-hop and in our youth we brought this stuff over to where it is now you know don't let anybody tell you you're too old to be in sneaker culture for example a 20 year old walking around in Jordan 4's that came out like you see what I'm saying like don't get told by somebody younger wearing a sneaker that came out in 1985 and they're telling you you're too old to be in sneakers you're wearing my childhood sneakers you little freak (laughs) George and I agree With all of you. With regards to backdooring sneakers. And bots and etc. We don't like it. We agree with you. You're right. It sucks. It's corny. It's whack. it, It makes things more difficult. It's all of the above. George and I agree with you. But. George and I have also been here. Long enough to realize. That. Things evolve. You, I'm sorry, we're not going to go back to how it used to be. It can't. It's grown at a rate that is, is unlike any other. Sneaker culture has leaked over into how people buy concert tickets, how people um, buy other products. I have to help my, my wife. She's a realtor. She is now doing raffles and lotteries to get homes for people. Like She's like, all right, Greg, I need you on the computer. When they send an email, whoever responds to it fastest gets a house. These are facts. So me, my oldest son, her, and whomever else she asks is legit sitting on a computer waiting for an email to come so we can respond to it first so that actual people can buy a home to live in. That's where we are right now. That's, that's, that's sneaker culture stuff. You know why she asked me? because I've been doing it forever for sneakers. We agree with you. You're right. We're not saying you're wrong. We're trying to tell you you're wasting your time. You're wasting a lot of your time, efforts, and putting way too much emotion behind it. And you're putting a lot of this wasted emotion behind it um, for an empty reason. And you're listening to these sneaker MAGA people... Who are trying to tell you what resellers is doing, what backdooring is doing, what people are doing to ruin the culture? You no, know, listen to me. I can tell you how to make sneakers great again. That's what these people are doing. They're building up, they're building up their following and their uh, engagement and their stuff based off of your emotions and stuff like that. These are individuals who sit around complaining about reselling one week and then another week will post what they copped off StockX and what they copped off GOAT because they had to have it. Oh yes, (laughs) I pay attention to everything on the internet. One day you're like, yeah, I had to have it. Look what I just copped, spent a thousand on StockX or GOAT. And then the next week, like, you resellers are insane. I need you guys to understand. If you guys put this much thought and this much emotion and this stuff, mental drainage of yourself in the sneakers like that, you're going to sour yourself against the culture on your own. The culture doesn't have to do anything about it. You're wasting your 120 characters and stuff like that and complaining on social media about something you can't fix. You can't fix it. It's not a bad thing that you can't fix it. Like, you really have to think about the things that people are complaining about right now when it comes to sneakers. Like, I will literally be talking to somebody who was talking to me about, yo, remember back in the day when we used to, like, chop it up with each other? Um, we're chopping it up right now. Like you're complaining to me about you're chopping it up with me about how we used to chop it up. We're, we're chopping it up now. Like you gotta take off the internet, like the, take off the internet sunglasses sometimes and look around and really say to yourself, yo, this is dope, man. You know, it, sometimes it's a little whack, you know, it's a little hard. It's a little complicated, but you know what? It is what it is, man. Charge it to the game. You know why? Because if you don't, and if you don't lose in that mental grip that you have with sneakers and stuff like that, guess what you're going to get?
1: Emotional, damn it!
0: I need everybody to listen to me. I need you to listen to this smooth, silky voice of Greg from the Sneak This Sneaker podcast. One of the things that blew my mind was the fact of like, how this topic does keep coming up. Shout out to the homie, Mr. Miller. He's somebody who I tried to get on the podcast this year as well. He had put in the comments on our post and said that it's been a topic forever and it's being brought back up again or something along those lines. That's the thing. It, this isn't new. This has been something that's been happening double-digit years right now. And it has an emotional grip on you guys. I want you guys to understand something. You can't provide any further proof. There are some people that are seeing things now on the Internet and are going, now there is proof. You're, you're late to the party. We've There's other proof. We've talked about it on this podcast. There's other videos. There's other pics. It's been happening before. Let me explain something to you with regards to sneaker culture, sneaker rumors, sneaker conspiracies, sneaker theories. They're all right. 97% of what you may think is happening in sneakers is happening. Let me be the one to tell you. You don't need any proof. You don't need anything. Let me tell you from the silky smooth voice of Greg of the Sneak This Podcast. Let me tell you. Backdooring sneakers is happening.
1: Emotional, damn it. Resellers are out there. Emotional, damn it!
0: There are a lot of things happening behind the scenes that benefit others that aren't the general consumer.
1: Emotional, damn
0: it! You're 100% right. 97% of the things that you think are happening. Heard are happening, have a feeling are happening, are one hundred percent happening. I don't know if you caught that. Ninety-seven percent of the things you've heard are one hundred percent happening. They are, so you can rest easy. It's okay. Don't ruin yourself. Don't sour yourself against something that you're enjoying you enjoy this but instead of sometimes now let me talk about myself for a minute <laughs> this podcast has evolved dramatically if you go and listen to our other episodes we used to go in on people and go in on stuff and 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 open people's eyes to stuff and discuss things that people were like baffled and shocked that we that that you know that we would say and discuss on this podcast. That's fact. We've had people come on there and, and, you know, they want to discuss the things we've said. We've had people make videos about us. We've had people, you know, talk junk to us. We've beefed with a lot of people and stuff like that. I got no beef with nobody anymore. We're too old. I retired from it. There are people that still say things about me, still say things about George, still say things about the podcast, and I ignore it. We retired from it. Let me tell you some why I retired from a lot of the beefs and stuff like that. Because it was causing
1: emotional damage.
0: I was arguing with people in completely different time zones. Like, I'm responding to them while they're asleep. Thinking, boy, when they wake up in the morning and see this. <laughs> got them. What am, what am I doing? They're asleep. It's 2.30 it's where they're asleep and it's midnight. Where I, what am I doing? Don't fall for that in sneakers. I I want you to legit be responsible with how you comment, how you approach things. Not for Nike, not for Adidas, not for Reebok, for yourself. I am not here trying to go against or root for or or anything like that. You may think some of you like, oh, you guys, clearly support resellers i'm gonna explain reselling to you guys who don't seem to understand what reselling means reselling i'm gonna get to it aha you almost got me to to jump the gun you're right all your theories all the rumors all the what you heard all of it's all true It is. It's true. So you can rest easy. (sighs) You can take a deep breath. You can get your mentals right. Let me explain something to you. You can't be surrounded by a ton of sneakers complaining about the sneaker culture. You, you, You can't. You can't tell me your five pickups this week and be angry about sneaker culture because guess what you have
1: e- 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 emotional damn it.
0: that this soundboard thing is so corny but i'm having a blast pushing the button some of you are probably gonna be like all right greg don't ever do that again all right greg that's corny i get it we're corny sometimes i get it but it was either no episode or episode so you hate it or love it Let's do the top five first before I start talking about Kobe's and Mambacitas and Nike Access and all that good stuff. So we had put up a post, you know, on Twitter, We put up a post on Instagram. I actually put a picture of the actual tweet on Instagram. Um, we're curious about how you guys would view it and respond. We're talking about sneakerhead detectives. Um, I mean, boy as the homie mr miller had mentioned this isn't a new topic but sneakerheads find a way to just bring back up stuff like and it's like what well, what is up with you and the fact and the visceral some people write essays some people really dig deep into it some people start equating sneakers almost to real life stuff I'm going to respond to these. I'm going to give my opinion on these. I've seen them on other people's posts in the comments. I've seen them in our comments. These are legit. These are top five sneaker detective responses and comments at me, and I've seen other places on social media. Honorable mention. And for the record, this is regards to backdooring and stuff like that. That's been the main topic of the week. <sighs> Honorable mention, didn't make the top five. The reason why this is a big deal is to try to stop the reseller. Now, let me provide you that breakdown that I told you I was going to give about what a reseller is, okay? I already mentioned on the last episode of the podcast, but, you know, sometimes we're in the studio and, we're kind of rushing it. You know, we've had a long day. You know, me and George can get a little bit animated. We can get a little bit loud. Sometimes stuff doesn't come off as clear. When I'm in the closet, I'm able to give you the silky smooth voice of Greg of the Sneak Sneaker podcast and explain a little bit more thorough and a little bit more clearly of, of what I meant by the reseller versus buyer dynamic. Please excuse the face. I haven't shaved for those who are visually listening. A reseller. Can't exist. Without a buyer. Okay. StockX. Goat. What eBay eventually evolved into. <laughs> because like I mentioned. on the last episode. eBay used to be something that was to like. Get rid of junk around your house. It had not yet fully turned into the super resell site that it is right now. I apologize for the sniffles. My nose is whiling out. In order to have a legit reseller, somebody has to agree to buy it. This is where we are in sneaker culture. We want, 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 want so bad that the sheer thought of missing out, taking an L, does something to us and causes
1: emotional
0: damage. When that first buyer agreed to pay something, or made the offer to pay something That's when the dynamic, no matter how fast or how slow it began, in sneakers shifted. It's, It's what it is. Now, let's talk about being a reseller and reselling. I have not as many as George, but I have quite a bunch of DS sneakers, I have a pair of DS Turbo 1s. Shout out to the homie Josh for those. Man, I, I greatly appreciate it. One of my favorite sneakers. I haven't worn it yet. It's a size 10. It's a little bit big. I've kind of been trying to get a 9.5 in it. But I've also been like, oh, I'll double socket. You know, who knows? I'll take it old school. Double socket. Um, <laughs> guess what? I'm not because the homie got that for me for retail, and I really appreciate it. If I was to sell this turbo green one I have that's currently going for anywhere from five to six hundred, four to six hundred dollars, I'm going to sell it for four to six hundred dollars. Guess what? I just resold. I I didn't say for retail. I I I resold. I'm a I'm a reseller. Now it's not a part of my life. I'm not a reseller. And I'm just constantly on the go trying to resell. I, that's not me, but I'm a reseller. If my sneakers that I have that I don't want and I don't and I'm talking about valuable sneakers. I'm talking about hard to get. George's entire lineup that he discussed. I'm a Threes, Grinches, Mocha Ones, Pig. You know, Pink Pig SBs, Syracuse, Plum. If he doesn't sell those for Retail, he sells all those at higher end prices, he's a reseller. <laughs> this is how it works to become a super reseller, a reseller. And, and and it's because of the buyer. If I say, hey, I'll give you these for 300 and you say, okay, and you buy it from me, by the act of you buying it puts added pressure on the people who didn't get it. Now they feel like, dang, I gotta buy it. When you go on StockX and Gold and stuff like that, and you can see the previous sales, how many they sold, that's marketing sales tactic. You can see these things are flying. You can see the prices they're going for. If you click on your size and you see, oh shoot, a pair yesterday sold for 500, but there's a pair on there today for 390, I better cop it today. It's, it's all tactic, that's how it works. But guess what? If I just happen to have five pairs of something and I sold it to 300 for you, and then the next person said, I'll take a pair for 300, and then the next person says, I'll take a pair for 300, guess what? I'm going to go, hmm, that fourth pair, I think I might ask for 320. It gives me 320 for it. You know what? That was pretty easy. I'm going to go get more. It's the buyer that causes this issue. Many people have said it before. We have said it before. If you guys would somehow release this emotion behind sneakers of this legit
1: need,
0: cop, must cop, if you just said, I'm good. Guess what? Just like anything else that is priced way too high, the reseller will say, oh, shoot. Uh, no one's no one's biting at four hundred. Um, let me bring it down to three fifty. Shoot, these joints still sit here at three Uh do two ninety nine. It hey, it will come down. It won't exist. These apps and things can exist if it isn't if there isn't people out there willing to buy them. So you're causing
1: emotional
0: damage to yourself. For no reason stop buying this stuff at resale prices if you hate resellers number five top five sneaker detective responses comment at me and i seen number five and i put all these in quotes and this is about backdooring and why it's a problem and stuff like that okay It's, a wide, it's widening the gap between the haves and the have-nots. Okay. <sighs> My wife is a realtor. She's one of the top realtors in the state of Arizona. She is phenomenal at her job. When it comes to haves and have-nots, sneakers,
1: <laughs>
0: excuse me, when it comes to haves and have-nots, and you're talking about because I didn't get the union too, but someone else did, you should be ashamed of yourself. My wife is currently, the housing market is so bad that first-time, first-time homeowners are in their 40s. I bought my home when I was 24, my first home. When I was 24, maybe 25. Because I was responsible at the time. I built myself up and took that understanding of it. I never had that thought process of like, oh, I have till whenever I'm ready down the road. There are people that are my age hitting 40 who've never owned a home. And now they're like, dang, I'm trying to buy a house, but the prices are ridiculous. My home, I think I purchased it for 260 right now. I think it's worth 800 These are facts. I may have paid three sixty. I don't know. Either way, it's valued at close to eight to nine hundred. These are facts. This isn't me just talking. These are facts. So bringing in the halves and half nots over a discussion of sneakers is insane. It is legit insane, because you can have sneakers. Sorry. Guess what? You just couldn't have Union Twos you can have sneakers don't equate this real world stuff to something as minute as sneakers
1: emotional damn it
0: number four now this one was somebody Like, I don't know. Sort of like laughing at how everybody was acting with regards to backdooring. Number four. Good. Maybe y'all will pay attention to other brands. Okay. When we're talking about backdooring right now, the main discussion of backdooring involved Marcus Jordan, just Union 2's, Travis Scott's. Trophy Room collaborations, Nike. Let's talk about other brands for a second. This is New Balance, your Asics, your Diodoras. I'm sorry, I'm sniffing like this on the mic. I really don't have an option right now. I can't really get up due to the setup. You know, it kind of you know make a mess in here. I don't want to blow my nose, um, in this microphone and on camera, but. Let's talk about Deodora, New Balance, Asics, and stuff like that. A lot of people are under the impression that people recently just started getting into New Balance and getting into Asics and stuff like that. Not true. These are sneakers that have been around since like the '80s and stuff like that. Some of these models. One of my favorite New Balance models of all time is the New Balance 1500. Now, a lot of these sneakers have always been equated to dads and. And older people wear new balance and stuff like that. They always have been, but that's not true either. The people that we grew up and were around were older people that may have had the new balance and you know the you know the the cut the grass, new balance styles and stuff like that. New balance this might cause a little emotional damage to some of you guys. Let me explain something to you guys about New Balance, A6, etc. And I'm not trying to hurt any feelings when I say this. But it's, it's just facts. It's factual stuff. New Balance, A6, Deodoras. If you're not buying the performance versions of that stuff, and I mean for running and jogging and all that stuff, if you're buying the lifestyle versions of this stuff, the lifestyle collaborations of this stuff, those sneakers are for people who know how to dress.
1: Emotional, damn it!
0: Air Maxes, Jordans, (laughs) other Nikes, Air Force Ones, Dunks. They're not for people who know how to dress. People know how to dress, wear them. Let me give you an example. This may not make a lot of sense to you guys. But I'm gonna to try to make it make sense as much as possible. <laughs> a pair of basketball shorts and a white T-shirt isn't a fit to me. That's just cooling it out. You got on a pair of Air Maxes or Jordans with it. The Jordans and the Air Maxes are fire. The shorts is cool. The shirt is cool. It, it, you just cooling out today. If you wear a pair of basketball shorts and a white T-shirt and a pair of New Balance Nine Nineties, it's whack. The sneaker looks whack. It's blatantly whack. <laughs> I hope this is making sense, <laughs> like, it, because there's is multiple variables to my point that I'm trying to make. We. Are enamored and in love with Nike as much as we are, because Nike is one of, if not the only brand that will garnish a certain level of attention. It will. I talk about to me the only thing I do miss about the past when it comes to sneakers is people acknowledging each other's sneakers. That 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 uh, uh saying break necks. We ain't talking about breaking necks at your New Balance 1500s. Oh, we got the Columbia 11s on. When New Balance, ASICs, and stuff like that started catching the eye of certain people, it started catching the eye of people who knew how to dress, who put forth effort in dressing. I'll go that route. Put forth a little bit more effort in dressing than others. We're talking about kith concepts, bodega. we're talking about brands that put forth put their foot best foot forward in elevating these dad older people sneakers New balance Asics, deodoras, etc, etc etc that fall down that line of that specific Soconese stuff like that became a hipster type sneaker. You know, the hipster that knows how to dress. Cool, laid back, ain't doing too much lifestyle. You're not going to catch nobody walking down the street wearing pr- protection pack, New Balances, and, and a pair of Mitchell and Ness basketball shorts. I, I hope I'm making sense here. There's a certain reason. There's a reason why... Here's another example. You see it all the time on social media, on your Facebook, IG. I don't know about TikTok. You see it on Twitter. Somebody will put a post up. Yo, fam, be on the lookout, selling a bunch of sneakers. I need to downsize, getting rid of a lot of stuff. Oh, yes. ho. Oh, let me see what they post. They start posting new balances, ASICs, some Diodoras they wanted to give a shot, and some Adidas sprinkled here and there. They ain't selling the Nikes. They're not selling the heat. They're selling the stuff that they thought they could make work when they realized that they couldn't. They're selling the stuff that doesn't garnish the attention that they like and prefer from their Nikes, from their Jordans, from their Yeezys. <laughs> I hope that makes sense when it comes to other brands. No one cares about New Balance, Deodoras, Asics, etc. No one cares. And what I mean by care is, you know what? I'm talking about me, myself. I don't, I love New Balances. I love ASICs. I love them, okay? But I don't care about them. I love them because I think I dress pretty good. I like them because I'm solidified in sneaker culture. I'm out here. I venture. I buy a lot of stuff. I'm solidified, But I don't care about them. Let me explain. I care that I have an Air Max 1 Red OG in my collection. I care I have a Bread 1 in my collection. I care I have a Jordan 6 in my collection. I care care I have an Air Max 97 gold and silver bullet in my collection. I need those in my collection. Those will never not be in my collection. I need those. If somebody said I could never cop another New Balance 1500, 990, 991, 992, 999, 999, 999, 999, July 5, July 3, July 2, Saga, huh? Okay, Sarah Sarah. I don't care about them like that if new balance didn't make another new balance again i wouldn't care about it if nike which would never happen was like we're never making another air max one og red or blue ever again in life i'd be bothered by it it's not gonna last forever i'm gonna have to (laughs) that makes sense i hope that makes sense Number three, now this is my personal favorite. It tried to get to number two, and it tried to get to number one, but number two and number one, boy, those threw me for a loop. This number three, though, I saw this one on Twitter, all right? I Whoever it was that commented on someone else's post about this. Somebody had posted pictures of, you know, supposedly backdoor Travis Scott or whatever trophy trophy rooms it was marcus jordan backdooring in a hotel i don't know it was some backdoor proof pictures <laughs> somebody in the comments at nike at nike store at nike basketball y'all see this
1: Emotional, damn it.
0: Somebody at Nike, at Nike Store, at Nike Basketball, oh, I'm sorry, and at Travis Scott. Y'all see this on proof of backdooring pictures. Let me explain something to those listening to this ridiculous podcast. Nike has the internet. They, ha- they have one of those too. Nike knows how to use the, the Twitter as well. Nike knows how to use the Facebook as well. Nike knows how to use the internet. Just like I said earlier, anything that you think, believe, it's facts. They know. They know. They don't care. Let me tell you guys a story about... What you think versus what somebody else thinks. Me and George have talked about this story numerous times. And I feel like we brought up this part a few times on the podcast. Definitely way, way, way back in the past. I think this was the very last time George and I camped outside. And maybe maybe not camped outside, but camped outside for a long extended period of time. And when you think back to the snake, you're like, boy, we're some fools. It was yellow foam posits, Okay we kept outside of high point which was a local shop that was owned by Adrian Wilson who's safety for the Arizona Cardinals owned it had easy ones easy twos all that stuff it was a very high end boutique luxury in store and uh Adrian Wilson had one of the top tier accounts that you could have for a, a boutique and it was one of the only ones few in Arizona now it ended up getting closing you know obviously i feel like due to bad business and a lot of stuff um but that's neither here nor there we stood in line Forever. We got in line the night before at 9 p.m. Until the morning. Until about 8 p.m. 8 a.m. Sorry. In order to get yellow foam posits. Okay. We're in line. For those who actually was outside. During times like this. You'll understand this story. Alright. When you're in the line. And you look. There's about. 11 people ahead of you, and you look at their feet, and you like, okay, he about a 12, she about 8, uh, he definitely about a 13, 11, 11, maybe 11 and a half. Hey, yo, hey, fam, what size are you? Nine? Cool. And you're like, cool, there should be nine and a left, okay? Now, this is going to be a little bit of a mixture of reselling, trading, a little bit of a mix of a lot of that stuff. You didn't know what the store had. It didn't matter what you calculated for the people in front of you. You didn't know what the store had. You didn't know what the store had already given, sold, backdoored. You didn't know. But guess what? You knew it already happened. You just had to hope, okay? I remember getting inside the store, getting to the front, getting closer, getting closer. I think there was a person in front of George, and then it was George in front of me, Then it was me. There was another person behind me, and there was this girl that I went to high school with. Everyone did it. Everyone knows. Once you got to the front, you done know, waited in line, you done camped out, they ain't got your size, oh, you leaving with a size. If they ain't got the next half size up that you could fit or half size down that you could fit, oh, you leaving with something. Whether you trading it or selling it or doing whatever, oh, you leaving with something. Wasn't nobody going to sit at a no campout line, get to the front, and and there's like, sorry, we only got an 11, 13, 12, and an eight and a half, and you need a nine and a half, you're going to be like, dang, that's it. Well, all right then. Nope, you said. <sighs> I'll take the 12. 12 sell for a lot. I remember homeboy asked for a nine and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. This dude that was in front of George, he had asked for, I think, a 11 or something. He had asked for a size that was his they didn't have. They said, we got a nine and a half, and we got something else, right? Now, I needed a 10 foams, all right? I wasn't sure if I was going to keep these yet or if I was going to sell them or what I was going to do with them. I wasn't sure yet. George knew he was selling them. George has never been a foam positive person. Well, the young lady that I went to school with behind me, she's a nine and a half as well. The guy who is four people ahead of her goes, I'll just take the nine and a half, the very last one. She yells from the back, yo, what the heck, he's just gonna resell it, that's not fair, I'm gonna wear it, yelled it out. You know what the guy behind the register said? We don't care. He bought it, we don't care what he does with it. She was heated. I'm talking heated. Take a sip. She had...
1: emotional damage.
0: I felt bad for her. I ended up selling her a size 10. She did not have... I ended up selling her a size 10 for retail because I was the homie from school. Um, I ended up selling it to her probably same day or another day. I don't remember when it was. But the store... The store didn't care. They don't care. I'm gonna have to blow my nose. Um the store got their money, they got what they wanted. They didn't care. Nike doesn't care, they have the internet. Nike doesn't care. I'm telling you, they don't care. You're not alerting them, adding Nike. Like Nike's going to be like, yo, check the mentions. Holy shite. Do you see this? They already know. Number two. Number two on top five sneaker detectives responses and comments at me and I seen on social media. Number two. This one, this one threw me for a loop. When the Ben, Benjamin Franklin or whatever his name is, been kicking, whatever. Posted that picture of him and all those Union twos. Ooh, the sneaker detectives came out at night. Expose UA sellers, if not true. Basically, what they're saying is. If stores, if Nike, if Union, if all these places aren't backdooring them, that means Ben Kickerman is selling UAs. And we got to get them off the streets, bro. Because we can't be having the culture getting scammed, fam. Guess what? This is a lot of sneakers. You see this? A lot of sneakers. Up there, across, down here, below. All the way down here on the side. Some in the living room. There's sneakers everywhere. (laughs) You don't work for Nike. You don't work for sneaker companies. Just because you own a lot doesn't mean I got to clean the streets of UAs. I have to patrol the internet and the streets for fakes. Let me remind you, Nike knows those are out there as well. Brands know that there are UAs and fakes out there as well. This isn't new and shocking news to them. You're not cracking the case. You're not saving anybody. What, what's that saying? Not all superheroes wear capes. Look, superheroes also don't wear dunks, okay? Uh, relax. Like, you legit think that, you think Nike doesn't know that? Like, you're going to solve it? Yo, if they're not selling, if they're not backdoor, then they're UAs. And, you know, people are going to get scammed. Are you guys Okay.
1: E- 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 emotional, damn
0: it! Gotta get the UAs off the streets. That's Nike's job. That's Nike Legal's team job. Or other companies, Reebok Adidas. And really, honestly, I'm gonna let you guys on a little secret. I don't think it's a secret. I feel like you know this. But it's really the federal government's job. But I have a feeling the federal government is doing some more important things than getting the UA Union 2s off our streets. Clean our streets. You guys should come up with, instead of Dare, you guys should come up with a, a sneaker version of Dare. Clean the streets of UAs. Keep kids off fakes. Let me explain something else to you. You ain't stopping UAs. Because the same people that probably should be stopping them are also going like this. I don't see that palette. Huh, you say that ship is full of bread ones? I didn't see it. <laughs> And number one, number one of top five sneaker detective responses and comments at me and I seen on social media. This one was funny. This one was on our post on IG where a young lady, let me preface this, okay? The Sneak This Sneaker podcast doesn't see male or female. We're all sneakerheads, so you will get talked to and treated just like how I would talk to and treat a male sneakerhead, and 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 with respect. would never be disrespectful to any guy or girl unless they're disrespectful to us. But we will talk to you how will we would talk. And talk, and how me and George talk to each other. I don't mean name calling. Well, we may throw a little geek at you. A little nerd at you. A little moron at you. We hit you a little something like that. Something light. This person said. We just need the details. To do what? What, what do you need the backdoor details for? W- why? It, it, it won't do anything for you. It, it does nothing for you. All it would do is cause...
1: Emotional damage!
0: Something you're not ready to handle. What do you need to know the details for? Let me tell you something. You're right. It's happening. You don't need the details. It's happening. You don't need the deets. Don't ruin the culture for yourself. Now, let me explain something else to everybody here. (sighs) I know for a fact. I was the first to discuss sneakers as an addiction. Not in passing like I'm addicted. I'm talking about a real addiction issue. Nike can get on TV and say, eh, "Yeah, we we are we 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 throw out about two thousand pairs on the streets <coughs> for certain influencers and certain people. You know, post, sell, slang, do whatever they want with them. Are are you prepared to take those details and stop wearing Nike? No." It's like <coughs> it's like the crackhead finding out that somebody's lacing crack with fentanyl. Excuse me, Mr. Crackhead. Now that you know fentanyl could be in your crack, are you going to stop cracking? Well, sir, no I'm not going to stop cracking. <laughs> I'm just going to try to find a more trustworthy person to sell me my crack monsieur that was a luxury crackhead from Paris I will find my crack from elsewhere monsieur madame I find my crack from elsewhere you gonna not buy Nikes anymore if Nike lets you know yeah we throw out about five to ten thousand on the streets. We send about three thousand to stock eggs, Send about two thousand a Goat. A few little resale shops here and there. Build the hype up. Build the attention. Build that drama around it before we actually drop a general release of them. Part of our marketing scheme. You already have the details. They're there. That's my top five list of sneaker detective responses and comments at me. And, uh, <coughs> whew, and I seen on social media to me. Please bear with me doing this podcast. It may be very difficult to listen to me sniffling and sneezing on this podcast. But like I said, it's definitely past midnight right now. And when I go to bed, my allergies and stuff get out of control. I think some of you can relate to this. All right. Let's talk Kobe's. All right. Now. i'm about to say something all right i'm about to say a few things during this little segment regarding kobe kobe's nike access mambasitas we all love kobe okay we did an entire episode on kobe with, with jay shout out to shanghai soul I mean, no disrespect whatsoever. But some of you are going to have to chill out. Some of you. I'm going to stick to talking to grown men. Some of you will post the most basic picture of your own child on their birthday. Happy birthday, daddy loves you. But on Gigi's birthday, God bless the dead, you guys made reels. Are you guys okay? You guys are letting sneakers and Nike access do things to you that have never been done before. Pause. Grown men making Gigi reels for her birthday. And posting them on social media to get your engagement up is nasty. You're weird. You're strange. You're odd. You're different. We are not the same. Another one. I'm in a meeting. Get yourself in order.
1: E- 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 emotional, damn it.
0: Have some sensibility. Get a grip. Nike Kobe Six, Sweet Sixteen, Mambacita slash whatever. Huh. Shout out to the homie Curtis who texted us early this morning in the thread, me and him tapes. And I was saving it for the podcast because I wasn't sure if I was going to record. But he went ahead and said it ahead of time in the thread and I respect him for it. One, I haven't seen one, not a single person say this yet. Now I get why you wouldn't. I get it. But there are reasons why I feel this way. Shout out to the homie Jim as well. Jim sent me a text message, sort of relating the exact same feelings that I had with regard to the sneaker. One, the sneaker is is whack. Okay, let's just be honest. I'm talking about the sneaker here. The black Kobe six, Sweet Sixteen Mambasita sneaker is whack. It's it's not. Honestly, it's kind of creepy. It's morbid to me. It's a black and white sneaker. Now, let me beat you guys to the gun. I know why it's black and white. I already know. But the sneaker... I would view a sneaker like this as being something that should be probably strictly for Bryant family members. It's a little bit too personal for us geeks to own. To me, it's legit a black and white sneaker in remembrance of two people who uh, death came untimely and in a horrific manner. Like, it gives me the chills thinking about it. That was a rough day for a lot of people. A sweet sixteen sneaker being black and white just it the sneaker gives me the creeps. It honestly does. I I really wish it was more of a celebration sneaker, you know, her favorite colors, you know, flowers, her favorite food, time of the year, something. A happy sneaker, a celebratory sneaker. It's a sweet sixteen sneaker of, of, of a young lady that none of us knew. But we felt so connected with because her father was a part of our lives. None of us knew Kobe Bryant, but he was a fixture in our life. We watched him get drafted. We watched him announce he's going to the NBA. We watched his ups and we watched his downs. You either hated him and love them at the same time. Or you just fully loved them. Or you fully hated them. But there was one thing that every single person did. And that was respect them. The sneaker to me to represent that. Is just a little bit creepy. It's something that I, I could never own. I could never own that sneaker. Some would say nah I'm going to keep it. and Put it in the closet. You know it's a. That's fine. I'm talking about me. Me. I can't. I have no desire to own that sneaker. Whatsoever I just don't It just doesn't feel right to me It doesn't Nike Kobe 6 access Giving access So much access Now let me paint a picture for you guys really quick Now Vanessa You know, one of the things, I guess, over the years regarding Nike and this Kobe line and stuff like that, contracts, talks, and stuff like that, has been, you know, one of the things that she has brought up or made it known to us that she has mentioned is the fact that, like, the sneakers are limited and, you know, they're not easy to get, okay? Let me just say the stock numbers. Now, there are plenty of websites and pages and people to follow who have these systems that will tell you the amount of stocked sneakers that are going to go up, um for sale now i don't know if this six is strictly a sneakers this kobe six is strictly a a sneakers nike thing or what but there are places and ig pages and twitter pages you can follow that will tell you how much stock champs has footlocker has nike has bodega has they have computer system and things to do that okay i will say this A lot of people got access I got access, I just didn't wake up for it A lot of people got access to it A lot of people got access and missed out on it They legit tried to give every single person access for them They did I'll be honest with you And I'm talking about me and what it felt like Not saying they did this But it's such a complete... 360 or 180, whatever that saying is, to what was last week's topic of visceral discussion versus the weekend through this week's discussion. It felt like everyone got bought off. I'm not saying Nike did that. I'm just saying that's what it was. Last week was some of the most visceral tweets and, and posts and comments and IG stories about backdooring and what is Nike doing and 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 the sneaker game is messed up and Nike this and Nike that and Nike this Nike said <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead and take this access You know, go ahead and lock your Kobe down, you know, lock it down, you know. What y'all were discussing last week, forget about it. Backdooring and stuff, stop. Don't worry about it. Go ahead, get inside the app and lock your sneaker down, lock your Kobe 6 down. We got you. Y'all ate it up. I saw a lot of people that was saying one thing one week, saying something different this week. Thank you, Nike, at Nike. Mamba Mentality, Mamba Sita <laughs> Yo, got him. Thank God. Good looking, Nike. This is how it's supposed to be done. Wait, just because you got a pair, that's how it's supposed to be done? If you didn't get a pair and I got a pair, is that how it's supposed to be done? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm just pod. Don't worry about it. It just felt a little weird to me. It did. But I I didn't mind it. You know why I didn't mind it? Because I try to tell you guys this. Don't waste entire weeks and time throwing all this emotion in the stuff that doesn't matter when in reality, all you want is just sneakers. Just keep it at that. But you have to learn how to control the emotions and accept when you don't get a get it, when you don't get a sneaker, regardless of how you didn't get it. See, a lot of people think that like, dang it, I didn't get it because Benjamin Kicks got him. Ugh. He has my pair. No. There's about 200 to 500 other thousand people who didn't get him as well. Stop. It isn't about you all the time, sneakerhead.
1: Emotional, it!
0: People tried to hide behind the guise of, Yo, it's for a good cause. Money goes to the Kobe Foundation, the Mamba Mamba Sita Foundation, Sports Foundation. The Mamba and Mamba Mamba Sita Foundation, they're they are going to do just fine. They're okay. Your little percentage that Nike is going to give them from each sale isn't going to do anything. Trust me. They're okay. They're fine. I think the Mamba Mamba Sita Foundation is going to make it. But guess what? If you didn't get a pair, pretty confident you can do your Googles and go make a donation if it's about the cause. Go make a donation if it's about the cause. Stop the front. Stop front and stop putting added things on the sneakers just to do it. It's too much work for you and it's causing
1: emotional damage.
0: Some of y'all are going to hate this episode. And I'm fine with it. I'm just providing content throughout the week. Me and George will be back in the studio next week. Don't worry. The stock. Kobe 6, Sweet 16. A little over 94,000 sneakers are going to be available. Are available either excluding what has been given access or including. I don't know. The DB line, the Dorenbecker line, the entire line that dropped the week before, total forty eight thousand. Now, some were like, well, Nike made a lot of these because you know it's gonna donate money to the, the Kobe the Sports Foundation. The Dormbecker is a hospital for sick children. People have been screaming for more pairs of Becker sneakers since the very first Becker's hit the block. 48,000 total over about six pairs of sneakers? You gotta be kidding me. No one's making noise about that. Not right now. Because they're too busy. Thank you, Nike. Mamba Forever. Mamba Mentality got my access. Let's talk about reselling again. Let's talk about the individuals who are sitting around making comments and sending stuff out and making tweets and social media things about profiting off death. Really think about what you're saying. I want you to really ask yourself, how much does a coffin cost? I know that's a little bit blunt. It's kind of hard to hear that, especially with the topic Profiting off death when you're sitting there discussing sneakers is absolutely stupid and asinine. They get you coming, they get you going. That's a real saying. It costs a lot of money to have a baby be born. It costs a lot of money to put said person when they're ready to leave this earth back into the earth. If you're going to sit there... And try to equate these bigger discussion topics of stuff that has been around for literally decades. And try to equate it to sneakers. Shut up. Shut up. Stop it. Profiting off death. What are you talking about? Like, what are you really talking about? Are you guys okay? You're too worried about Travis on StockX selling his pair for $1,000. Guess what? Travis on StockX probably already sold a pair for $1,000. And guess what? There's another person that's going to pay it again. It's not Travis's fault, it's your fault. You keep buying it. Quit buying from Travis on StockX. Profiting off death. If I could buy a Pablo Picasso painting right now, I would. Guess what? Everyone dies at some point. If you have been blessed to be put on this earth to do something, to create something, to make something of yourself so valuable that even in death, it's worth even more, you have succeeded. Stop equating you not getting something you wanted, you not wanting to pay the resale price to other people and try to shame other people for it. It's ridiculous. You're wasting your time. Who cares? Enjoy the culture for what it is. Don't ruin the culture by sitting around complaining about the culture.
1: Emotional, damn it!
0: I've already talked to reselling. Uh... I mean, you know, I mean, if you guys really want to find something to complain about, like, I mean, there are people out here drawing monkey heads with fitted hats and T-shirts on and selling them for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, but y'all still sitting around like that sneaker was one eighty and he's asking two fifty. <sighs> There are people literally out here drawing cartoon monkeys with emotions and selling them for two hundred fifty thousand and calling them NFTs. There are people out here buying imaginary coins. Did you get your 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 Dodge coin today? I bought mine today. This morning, it was $10. Huh, by the afternoon, it was 11 People are out here legit swindling people, getting people. People are out here buying fake coins and and monkeys that are non, non-concerned monkeys with a Supreme fitted on. Uh, a Supreme box logo and a, a Yankee fitted on. And selling them for hundreds of thousands, people are selling Nike NFT sneakers. You can have a a a, a picture of a sneaker for a hundred thousand, and y'all still sitting here worried about why Travis is asking two fifty for a sneaker that was a hundred hundred eighty. Ask yourself, why does people keep buying it? Travis and the other resellers will fade away. Well, they would if you guys were strong enough to not buy or at least strong enough to not complain.
1: Emotional, damn it!
0: I have nothing else. I feel like I've said enough. Oh, these allergies are ridiculous. I mean, what a time for my allergies to start acting up. I think that's all I have uh, right now with regards to Kobe's and reselling and backdooring and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Just stop whining. Look, this isn't to make anybody feel bad. This isn't to make anybody feel stupid. This isn't to shame anybody. I'm not going to sit here and say something stupid like I'm trying to save sneaker culture. I am trying to help you guys alleviate some of the unnecessary stress that comes with being a part of something that is so addicting. A lot of times when you begin to engage and a lot of this anger and, 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 and things about the culture and things about sneakers, you're fighting off that desire or that feeling you get to just not be in the sneakers anymore. I think some of you, you're just not in the sneakers anymore. It's happened to me. I, I'm, I'm that person. Sometimes you just start looking and reaching for anything to maintain a a grip or a hold to just be included in sneaker culture. If you're that angry and that bothered and stuff, I think maybe sneakers isn't for you anymore. It's okay to give it up. It's okay. No one's gonna look bad. No one's gonna miss you no one will miss you if i left sneakers today no one would miss me now a few may miss the podcast after a while eh, give them six months <laughs> the only people that may miss us is the ones who jump into the podcast later on after we stop doing it i think a few people may miss us a little bit afterwards but guess what You move on. You grow up. You evolve. I don't want you to stay in something so long if you can't handle what it comes with. It's not going to get better. Sneaker culture isn't better because you got your pair this week. It doesn't make sneaker culture okay. There are people who get everything they try to cop for retail. You ask them what they think about the culture, they probably say it's fantastic. There are people who legit still exist who have never won on sneakers app. You ask them what you think about it, they probably say the sneaker culture is trash. Find you a nice little corner in the sneaker culture. Find a nice little corner. Stack all your sneakers up. Admire them. Take a look. Wear them. Undies them. Acknowledge them. Admire them. Look across the culture. Give a little wave to somebody who's just like you. Are you rocking the LeBron South Beach 8 today? Fire. I see you, playboy. They're out there. You can be happy in sneaker culture. Don't follow these sneaker magas. These MAGA. There are MAGA sneakerheads out there. They will tell you that it's bad, but I can fix it. The culture is messed up, I could fix it. Don't believe these MAGA sneakerheads they're in it for themselves they're building themselves up they're building these personas these personalities these followings you look under their comments and it's people like yeah tell them yo facts preach you tell the truth bro yo that's why i ride with you bro you be speaking to they're just gaining this and they can't stop it becomes a drug to them oh they like that tweet wait till they get a load of this one There is only one rule in sneaker culture. Don't step on my kicks. Let me show you guys some sneakers. I said in the earlier show when I do an episode from the closet, I like to show a few things that I have in the closet. Sometimes I end up showing stuff that I've showed before, but it is what it is. Like I said, it's probably around 1 o'clock right now here in the state of Arizona. I need to go to bed because, like I said earlier in the podcast, I got to be at work at 4 to 5 o'clock. This is the smooth voice of Greg from the Sneak This Sneaker podcast. First sneaker I'm going to show is, I think this is a Kobe 11. This is the box. You can see it. Kobe 11, mid-ext, quick strike. I remember when these came out, it was like, what the heck are these? But I just kept seeing them. Kept seeing them and kept seeing. Them. You know that feeling when you see a sneaker that you're not necessarily like it. You're like, eh, it's all right. But you keep seeing it. You keep seeing it. You keep seeing it. And you start to think about a fit for it or what you could wear with it and like, ooh, what you could do with it. And you keep seeing it. And you keep seeing it. And you notice something about it that you like a little bit more than the last time you saw it. That's what happened with these. I just kept seeing them and kept seeing them and kept seeing them. They just kept getting lower and lower and lower because they sat. Nobody wanted them. People love to forget that. Kobe sat. A lot of Kobe sat. I think I wore these maybe twice, maybe? It was the gum bottom. It was the gum bottom and the black mamba snake print that I loved about these. Man, I feel like a bum. Got my sneakers all laced, all crazy. on here trying to show them on a video. One of my favorite Kobe's. I love a mid sneaker. Some sneakers that are mid, not all mid, but a Kobe mid is fire. I like the little chrome accent pieces right here. I still got the plastic covering them. Didn't want those to get scratched up. The gum bottom, the gum bottom with like the footprint, like you can see the toes, the swirls all the way down the bottom. I mean, a gum bottom is flawless, especially on a black sneaker. I do not like all black sneakers, but a all black sneaker with a gum bottom is A-OK with me. I love the perforated leather on it. I like the swoosh in the toe box. I like the smooth laces. It got the Kobe logo right there on the tongue. Not sure if you can see that. Hopefully, you can see that. Um, I think these are dope. has the Kobe logo on the back. I like the heel, the support. These joints are extremely comfortable. One of my favorite Kobe sneakers. What's next? Oh my gosh! Nose is out of control. I'll save this one for last. Uh, this one I might have already shown this podcast before, but me and George definitely talked to about these a few weeks ago. Nike came out with the Basketball Elite series. And they did a superhero pack. It was a LeBron, a KD, and a Kobe. Shout out to our homie Sean. I remember he worked at Foot Locker, Superstitious Spring Malls, and he held George and I down. And held ours for us. Um, These were 200 retail. Holy smokes. We paid 200. Good God. Came with the Nike Elite box. Look at that. Love that box. Underrated logo. I mean, the logo came out, the Kobe logo. We were like, what the heck? That sucks. But over the years... Man, it just kind of fits very well with, like, clothing and on sneakers and stuff like that. I love the gold and the things. It's one of my favorite boxes from back in the day. This one's very dusty. Can't remember the last time I wore these. But, um, I think I hooped in these a few times as well. I think I let my son hoop in them as well, my oldest son. Um, but there was a superhero pack. I don't remember the story behind the superhero pack. I know the LeBrons were, uh blue and orange knit colors and the KD's were Sprite colors gosh man I really do apologize for my allergies this episode um but this was the Kobe 8 model um it's to George and I the best Kobe model to existence to this day there's no other better Kobe model than the Kobe 8 period it's one of the greatest Nike basketball sneakers of all time um The materials, the tongues, I've always loved this. It's probably hard to see it. The KB24 right here, probably hard to see it on camera. Um, I love the flat sole, the fly knit wire, the green swoosh, the hardback, even the giant Kobe logo that's in the back. I don't know if you can see it. Um, These are one of my favorites. I mean... I have these and another, a couple other pair of eights at the bottom of the pile. I meant to get them before I started the podcast, but I didn't, but it is what it is. So I do have those. I got the Kobe autograph in the back. Um, This is one of my favorite sneakers. And like I said, you know, I I love the green colorway of it. Um, This was definitely the best out of the superhero elite collection. Not even without a question. All right. So this last one is is kind of unique. Um... (laughs) This is a Kobe 11, I believe, or 12, I think 11. Uh, So this is a Nike ID. Now, for a lot of those who remember Kobe's and Dunks and Air Max 1's and Air Max 97's and, you know, Kobe 4's, Kobe 5's, you know, I think Kobe 6's, they were on Nike ID. You could do anything you wanted to them, you know, back in the day, but, you know, we didn't. You know, we, some of us did, some of us didn't. A lot of us did a lot of experiment, copped, returned, saved a lot of them in the locker and didn't. Um, All-Star weekend, I think it was 2000, I don't remember, but I'll look, I think I have it in the tongue of the shoe. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, who obviously is a Kobe athlete, wears Kobe's um, throughout the NBA season, obviously through the playoffs, has some of the most rarest Kobe's of all time, has some of the most fire Kobe's that we've seen him wear throughout his NBA career. Um, All-Star Weekend, he wore these Kobes in particular. Um, so then right after the All-Star game, they put up the Nike ID where you could create these. Now, you could create your own different version of them, or you could get the exact same pair that DeRozan was wearing. I got the exact same pair DeRozan was wearing. I had to. That's how fire these joints were. Um, just a plain Nike black Nike ID box. So nothing special about that. Um... The All-Star game was 2016. So these are kind of loose. I think I may have hooped in these once. i am I won them a few times. But there were the rainbow colors. I don't remember what the All-Star weekend was, 2016, maybe Vegas. I don't remember. I don't remember. Don't quote me on that. Um, Had the clear sole. Um, you got to choose the back. I think one shoe I have. Yeah, so you got to choose the back of the sneaker. One shoe, I got the Kobe logo. The other was just like three stripes. Um, Inside the shoe, um, you got to put All-Star Weekend. So it says All-Star 16, 2016. This is the exact colorway that DeMar DeRozan was wearing. The gradiated blue to purple to green up to the sunshine colors. And then on the other side, the blues and greens all the way down to the sunshine colors all the way through with the white laces um one of the unique things about this model as well is that this was like kobe system type thing um so i think even with the nike id you got to choose whatever specific insole you wanted for the shoe um i think the kobe's in this model came with a bunch of different insoles but i can't remember so don't quote me on that but uh, for this one, you got to choose which insole you wanted for the shoe. And they had thicker ones and, like, thinner ones and whatever. I got the thickest ones possible. Let me see if I can get it out. There we go. So you got to choose what insole you wanted. The Lunar Lawn was the material for the insole. Look at that. Thick. Thick. The insole was thick for that. So I chose the thickest one for comfort. Um, I think I thought I was going to hoop in these a lot more than I did, but I... I think by that time I had stopped hooping. The insole has all the little mini Kobe uh logo, Kobe system logos all over it. I think they're even on the bottom right there. But you got to choose that it says Kobe eleven right there on the side. So these are 11s. You know what? That must be a Kobe nine that I showed you guys earlier. I don't know. Um but these are one of my favorite Kobe's I wish I could kind of show you the inside because it's translucent. Like so, let's see if I could do this. So, you can see right through the bottom of the shoe. Like, I don't know if you can see my hand moving through here. I don't know if they're working with the light. But you can see right through the bottom of the shoe. It's a hard plastic. So, like, through here is clear. Like, I could see my hand through here. It's a clear shoe. And hopefully you can see that on camera. I think that's really cool. That's why you had the option of the thicker insole because it didn't have that traditional bottom insole in the bottom. It's sheer. It's glass, not glass, but it's like clear like glass, plastic, translucent. So one of my favorite sneakers, you know, it's probably the – this is the only Nike ID I've ever done that I've liked that I didn't return. And I don't even know if this qualifies, one that does it because – I just did the exact same one that Rosen was wearing at the time. I didn't even try to do anything else. I looked at some of the other options, and I was like, no, thanks. I want those he played in. But anyway, so hope you enjoyed uh, looking at some of those. Like I said, I apologize for my allergy on this episode. It is past 1 o'clock here in Arizona, so hopefully I can get this out to you guys as soon as possible. Video up will be as soon as possible. Audio will probably be up in the next hour or whatnot. Um, like I said, I appreciate every single person who watches this podcast, who listens to this podcast, who supports this podcast, who buys stuff from us on the rare occasions we do ads for other companies. And like I said, we make $0 like this. This is a zero like that. Not an O, a zero, we make $0, but we love doing this podcast. And I've been truly blessed to be able to have, um, a second option for us to do the podcast from home, um, in the very case that we can't do it at the studio or whatnot, or one of us isn't feeling good, or you know, we just don't feel like going to the studio this week. You know what I mean? But I do want to try to make sure I get content out to you guys every single week and maintain that consistency. We're almost at three hundred. Hopefully, at three hundred, we could have a special guest on. You know, who could provide some great stories or something. Um, I appreciate George like always. I appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast. That is the sneak disc. Pow 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 pow
1: pow. Emotional, damn it. <laughs>